Hello and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coasts are lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the sports report, he's baseball's number one fan. It's Chad. Yep, that's me, Johnny Baseball. Something. Johnny Baseball. Johnny Johnny Bench. Johnny, but he was actually that's a real player. Catch that him. is a real player. So you are a Reds. fan. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> well, we we missed uh, we missed an episode last week because of we did. some uh, technical shortcomings. Um, but uh, we're back. What do you got we for are, us this week? We are back. We locked e- each other out of the podcast, kind of like Major League Baseball. And I'm just going to use that as a transition into the big topic of the week. Will they or won't they? Major League Baseball 2022 season. So as of right now, I guess I didn't check today. I was reading Jeff Passan's exhaustive report last night on ESPN.com, which I highly recommend. He's very good, loves baseball. Um, So as of last night, spring training games officially postponed through March 8th, which means opening day is definitely in jeopardy for this season. And I was thinking, when was the last time a major league was locked out, so to speak? And that means, you know... uh, the owners and the players are not agreeing on how much the players should make versus what the owner should keep and a ton of stuff in between. So in case you're wondering what the layman's definition of a lockout is, is that fair, Chad? That's fair. I would say that's fair. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> fair. Well, not to the players, but we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that. So, so Sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fair and unfair to be discussed. Um, so the last time the ma- that Major League Baseball was locked out was the 94-95 series. And that year they suspended the World Series for the first time since 1904. Which, And I think we've talked about this before. They were even playing the World Series while we were at war in World War II. So, yes. yeah, huge deal to miss it that year. Um, and it was the longest Major League work stoppage until... The 0405 NHL lockout, which lasted for over 300 days and canceled the 0405 NHL season. So hopefully that doesn't happen now. But do you have any preliminary um, feelings or thoughts before we dive into it, maybe through lightning round? Well, why don't we just dive right in? For one, does anyone really care? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's this seems like the dumbest move by the owners that I can think of. To have the timing of this right now, especially after the last two years, I mean, you're going to lose. I guess, granted, I heard like, oh yeah, they're going to lose revenue from games, but then they they're not, they don't have to play or pay players as well. But I don't know. It just seems like a really dumb move. But to be honest, I'm just like, I'm so over baseball. Like, yeah, I love it. Kind of once in a while, like. I love listening to it on the radio during the summer. That's like my baseball thing. And I like going to the parks, you know, for a nice uh, summer game. But I don't know. I think maybe baseball needs to be reinvented a little bit to be kind of like in like a, a 21st century reimagining of how maybe the sport is played. But I've just that anytime I hear anything about this about the lockup, I'm just like yawn, <laughs> yawn. I don't really i 
I really don't care about <laughs> who it impacts. Um, I guess for the diehard fans, yeah, it's a big deal, but I don't know. I think for me, to be honest, like that 94, um, whatever season was at 95, then it, it bled into, I think 94 yeah. was canceled. Yeah. That was, that was when baseball was over for me. Um, cause before that time I was into like collecting, I was like into all the teams. Like now it's like if the twins are hot, I'll pay attention to the twins, but I don't really care about the rest of the sport. You're not going to catch me ever watching a game outside of a twins game ever in baseball. Um, not even unless playoffs. there's not even playoffs. I could care less about the playoffs. Um, I just, it just, I don't know. I just, the sport is so boring and just the, the, lengths of the games are just too much for me and um yeah i just feel like since that that 94 95 season lockout era it's been over for me um before then i was a big fan but i was just kind of over it after that so yeah there's my rant <laughs> you wanted it you got it <laughs> but what do you think i asked you the question like who cares but um, I know you, you're a ba- big baseball fan. I like to hear your kind of your thoughts on it. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually glad that you said all of that because I think we are a split decision on this pod. I'm completely on the other side of the coin. I love baseball and I care a lot. Um, and it's kind of been something I've gotten into more recently. I, I loved it as a kid, went to Coors Field growing up and was always a Rockies fan, even though they didn't deserve it. And since moving to Minnesota became a Twins fan, they mostly deserved it, but they had their years as well. Um, And I I love everything about the game. I love going to the ballpark. I used to play as a kid um, until middle school when I I caught a, uh, we were doing pickoff drills. And for some reason, our idiot coach didn't have us wearing batting helmets. So I was diving back to first base and the pitcher threw the ball to first and I caught the ball right on the side of the head. And I, (laughs) I walked, I was like, that's it. Fuck this. I'm done. I walked off the field and, you know, hadn't played since then, albeit casually or catch or beer league or whatever. But I, unlike you, Chad, I love just kind of diving into a season, even if the Rockies are bad start. You know, I played pretty serious fantasy baseball last year. And so I had to be locked in following all the teams. Um, This was National League only, mind you. It's like damn near impossible if you're going to do that for the whole league. So, um, so that being said, I do care a lot, but I think you bring up a very good point that it does feel like a game from a different time. It's a lot slower. And in, you know, the forties, fifties and sixties, there was not much else to do that could compete with it. So it's no wonder that it was as big as it was, but now, you know, every other game is faster, more exciting. And I think the pro athletes too, I mean, like Kyler Murray's a good example. He could have played baseball or football. He opted for football. And, you know, who, who I, I don't know why he did that, but, you know, I think it's more to say that the NFL is the more important league. So, um, you know, I, I love it, but I also I get it. You know, I get why you don't like it. I get why other people don't. I completely understand. And to your first point of what are the owners doing? I think that's huge because if they're so up their own butts, you know, f- on the financial side. I think you're right. There's like a real threat to the sport that like, you know, people might might walk away if you don't bring it back. That's a very real possibility. Yeah, good take. I think that's 
what I've heard a lot too from just kind of random like sports talk that I've heard here and there, like that I've kind of just kind of caught part of the conversation. But yeah, like what are they doing? Um, I think they're having a hard time. Seemed like they were having a harder time filling the stands pre-pandemic. Yep. Obviously, pandemic, there's not much you can do about that. But now in the time where I think people are at least maybe if you like baseball, you might be hungry to get back and watch a game. Seems just like poor timing. So I guess for fans like you who love the sports, um, I mean, I love seeing the Twins. I mean, just kind of sucks. I think the Twins... um, you know, it's always fun to see what they can do because I feel like sometimes when you don't expect them to do something, they'll surprise you. Totally. But totally. Yeah. And and to um kind of just put a bow on, you know, the players versus the owners, I think um Dick Montfort, owner of the Rockies, is I think the representative of the owners or one of them. And, you know, the the idea is that they don't want to pay their players um what they deserve in order to benefit the club. And I just, we've seen so many examples of how that's just bullshit. Um, specifically with, uh, there was the Arenado contract. Um, they let him walk, but ended up paying him a ton of money. So you're paying a player to leave who's no longer on your roster. So you can afford to do that. And yet when it came to the trade deadline last year, we were trying to figure out what to do with Trevor story, our shortstop free agent. And um, I remember they waived a couple guys in the offseason, Dave Dahl, an outfielder I really liked. And um, they were trying to save money for John Gray's contract. That's what they said, you know, and ultimately, I don't know if they paid him and then let him go. But either way, he was a free agent who's no longer on the Rockies now, too. Or he might not have been signed. I I do want to walk that back because with the stoppage, I can't remember if he got picked up or not. I know there's a couple players like Clayton Kershaw, who's... um, maybe unsigned and you know that's it's still gray until the season resumes or whatever but my my point is they will say one thing absolutely do the opposite and think that people won't notice so it's it's just it's really hard to feel any sort of sympathy to them when they're not paying their all-stars they don't encourage them to be there and then they wonder why they leave and you can't fill a stadium and i think put a point on this and then we can move on um, from that same article from Jeff Passan. He says uh, the Yankees are not the Yankees. If Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, and Yogi Berra don't win without the best players, they aren't in the world series and without championships, they're little more than an organization in a big market whose laundry features pinstripes. One would think then that a league would recognize that its profits exist because of Shohei Otani, Fernando Tatis Jr., Mike Trout, Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., Vlad Jr. and others, and would see players' concerns about the state of the game not as trivial or excessive or outrageous, but vital. And I just think that kind of sums it up perfectly. Boom. Boom. That was your take. (laughs) We care a lot. We care a lot. About baseball. Baseball. We care Uh a lot. Hope the MLB gets their shit together. Uh Uh-huh. Um. I'm going to put that on the end of the this episode. Oh, please do. That's the the Spotify option and anchor. All right. Cool. That was good. Um, Do you want to go through some of these other questions I had for lightning round? Yeah. Just kind of go Um, right into it. Yeah. No, let's do it. I the future of MLB. I wanted to bring it back to a point you made earlier about just kind of 
upgrading the game? Like, what would that look like to you? How would you make baseball better? Hmm. One is the amount of time that you could swap out pitchers. Right. So agree. Right. So maybe you make it to where you can only do like one mid inning pitching change a game. And then after that, it has to be done. Um, after the end of the inning or something like that, like there has to be, I don't know, because that shit takes a long time or like, and right now, like the way most, I'm guessing most fields are too, like needing to do like the warm up pitches, like, like you only need to throw a couple pitches when you get out to the mound, right? Like to, <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> right. So well, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I like that. And I think, um, one thing too, they're talking about the uh, universal DH. So taking away the pitchers at bats for the NL. Personally, I love that, but I understand for game flow why that would be advantageous. You know, you don't have to worry about the strategic shenanigans um, when you get to the bottom of the order. Like, okay, is there's one out. So my what if my pitcher hits into a double play? But we still have six innings to go, and he's playing really well tonight. So I think I want to keep him in. I'll risk the double play. Oh shit, he hit into a double play. Well, there goes three runs, but at least we got him for three more innings. So <laughs> did they did they do the universal DH? Is that I I is think that it's a, a done deal or no? Or is that part of the negotiations with I think that's part lockout? of it. Okay. I think that's part of it. I think that's one thing that will stick from what I've read anyway. God, another thing I thought about too is like the the amount of times between a pitch like having to adjust yourself all the time. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a little ridiculous. Like you need to be like, once you get into the box, like that's it kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or like you can only step out like so many times. It's, there's just too much of that stuff. But that's, those are the kind of things that bother me. It's like, man, this at bat has taken like five minutes, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's, it's one thing if you're like, you're constantly fighting off pitches, which that's, mm-hmm. but if you're stopping, you know, you step out, you adjust your gloves, you know, right. Get everything in, you step up, then you knock, knock the dirt off your shoes. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm, those are the things like, I don't know. Maybe, I haven't even really watched baseball in a long time, to be honest. I'm just guessing by how, how it looks in my head when I listen to it on the radio. I don't know. <laughs> No, that that feels accurate. That feels true. How you're describing it. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, yeah. And just because like right now it's like it's the age of analytics, you know, and in baseball and the whole thing with like, you know, like you're changing. You're going through so many pitchers through even like a single inning or like you're doing mm-hmm. like a pitcher per batter. And just like, I don't know, man, that's it just gets to be too much. That's the kind of stuff. It's like, OK, the management and, you know, of, of these teams has figured out ways to find different strategies to kind of manipulate the game. Maybe it's now time to update the, some rules to constrain that. And I think that's one thing the NFL has done for good or for worse, <laughs> for better or for worse is the rule changes. Like if something they change a rule for something like say, let's say the, like pass interference review thing. They try it for a year and they realize like, okay, this is a stupid, (laughs) 
stupid yeah. thing just because, you know, people cried about it after one tra- championship game. And I like that. And I think they've done things to modify the game. Um, but yeah, which I think has made the NFL maybe a little bit more exciting. I don't know. I just, I don't know if there is a solution really, but yeah, we'll right. see what happens. But I know some of the local local beat writers are saying that they're probably guessing that the first month of the season will probably be canceled. So yeah, that that feels how it's going. Um, I did had two have two quick ones I want to run by you. Yeah. To, so I was just thinking, how could you make this shorter? And I was thinking of you know the seven inning double headers that they did in twenty twenty. What if you just took off two innings of the game? And each game was now seven innings. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I I do too. I was trying to think of a disadvantage, and honestly, I unless you're just more baseball, more baseball. I don't know. Same odd number, just minus two. So, um, no, that I love that. That seems yeah. like a simple, simple change. Right. Imagine um, that could get you kind of back to like. You know, your starter starting pitcher can get you probably through a majority of that game, even with um, kind of like the sports analytics. What do you call saber analytics or whatever the hell they call it now? Again, I'm, I've been out of the game for a while, but, you know, again, I guess you could find different strategies beyond that. But I don't I like that. I think that would be a good change. And the one I know they would never go for because of the loss of revenue would be like, do we need one hundred and sixty two games of baseball? That's, yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's where I think if you shorten the game, then the longer season. I can I could probably still deal with a longer season if like the I don't know. Right. It's still a lot of games, but yeah, you're looking at a lot of revenue, but the, I don't unless in like it in the, like the bigger markets. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm really curious on like what the. um, You know, attendance percentage is for like most of their games, you know, if like if you were to constrain, I don't know there. I mean, they would never go for it, but right. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm going to use that as a transition. So I was, um, I, I should have looked up what it was. Well, did we have games last year? My, yeah. So last year was a regular season for baseball. Well, kind of, there were still COVID restrictions, but I was looking. Um, so after the player strike, um, the Rockies, it says they were completing their last season at Mile High Stadium, this is 94 95, um, with an attendance of 3,200,000 through 57 home games for an average of 57,570 per game. So they were like damn near filling the stadium in 94 95. Mm. So it says at that pace, the team would have had a good chance of drawing over 4.6 million fans in their 81 home games if the season had continued. This would have eclipsed the major league season attendance record of 4.4 million fans set by the Rockies only the season before. I would love to know if that was the last time that their attendance numbers were that high, because I have a hunch that it might have been. We had a couple of playoff runs in their World Series run in 07, but damn, I'd I'd be damned if uh, Coors Field is pulling that number now. Yeah, maybe there's, again, revenue loss, but... Some of these, I mean, are there too many teams? Do they need to change the playoff structure or something? Because again, with like the the amount of games that you're playing in a season, like once you get down to like the last <laughs> 40 to 50 games, you pretty yeah. much have a good idea if you're going to make the playoffs or not. And that's that's a huge chunk of the season. Right. You know, it's like the last two months of the season, pretty much two and a half months. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I know, know that one of the biggest fights too that they were trying to um, stop was uh, I think the league wants to go for fourteen playoff teams, and the players' union was against that. They wanted to keep it at twelve, and I didn't get into the why and why nots of the matter, but. I do know that they're talking about that right now, um, expanding the playoffs. So I guess we'll see where that lands. Yeah. Just have a couple rounds of like two out of three or something. I don't know like how you do it, but yeah. Single game elimination. I, I don't like that. It's no. yeah. Not for, not for baseball. That's right. <laughs> you at least need a three game series. Agreed. Or a best of three. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, Okay, I like your next question. Is the NFL America's pastime now, or is it gambling? <laughs> That's such a Chad question. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, man. I mean, I just feel like they kind of go hand in hand now. Every commercial during the NFL season was like DraftKings, FanDuel, you name it. And I think I, I bet every week you bet <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> i bet no pun intended. <laughs> so uh, yeah you might be right yeah i you picked up on my uh reasoning for having the gambling in and nfl here and in, in kind of one question in a way so yeah i think nfl is kind of america's pastime now but the the height of gambling, like those two really do go hand in hand right now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's like everywhere. It's to me, I'm I'm not like a gambler. I, I find it kind of disturbing and and a little sick. But yeah, it's just the way it is. Just the way it is. I know. I know. And, and I, I bet peanuts. I shudder to think, you know, above about my losses if I were throwing down some real cash. So, Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's probably not a good thing long term, but yeah, eventually. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's going to just wait till like something comes out about like a team throwing a game or I mean, it's kind of a little bit's come out by like owners trying to tank the season, but wait till it comes down to like single games or players getting involved. So, yeah, it'll come. It'll come, you know, as as gambling becomes more proliferated. Mm-hmm. and illegal in more states um that's going to show up in in another modern sport i'm guessing just a You're guess right. just a no just a bold I... prediction <laughs> <laughs> no I, you're right we've had i mean we've had pete rose we've had the uh the white Sox world series scandal we've had um god i can't remember the name of that nba ref who was oh yeah this huge I forgot gambling about that. rank yeah. Yeah, it, and that was all before legalized gambling. So, you're absolutely right. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh uh this one's this one's great. <laughs> I want you to read the next one. <laughs> so, if you have not heard, the Washington football team now has a name. They're called the Washington Commanders. Um will their nickname be the Commies? But I'll tell you what, <laughs> from now on I'm always going to call them the Commandos in my head. <laughs> Like commandos, I've, I had to I had to read that carefully because I knew I was going to say commandos, but yeah. God, this, <laughs> why does this city have a team? This this franchise is the worst. I know their I, stadium's about ready to fall, like cave in on itself. So 
uh, better get out before someone dies. No, no kidding. Right? Did you see that at the end of the it was this last season where like fans were like leaning over to like high five some player or something like that? I think it was like uh wasn't Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, yeah, yeah, and like the like the uh, bar, or whatever the railing, like fell off the side of the bleacher, <laughs> and like a bunch of people fell into Jalen Hurts, which he played it off cool, you know. He did some like high fives and did some stood there for some selfies, but yeah, it wasn't too tragic. But yeah, right. yikes! That's a par for the course for the commies, all for one and one for me. Right. <laughs> No, no stadium. You know, it's like any time that you are part of branding something, I think you need to have always have to. You got to get a room full of people in and like, okay, I need you to come up with as many ways possible as you can to make this name sound really fucking terrible, right? Like, come at this at all angles. Like, how can you make fun of this, right? Yeah, and somebody's like, "Oh, commies! Ah, shit!" We got to go. DC team nicknamed the commies. Oh, that's fried nuts. <laughs> oh man, what's what's crazy? It, let me know if you. I I was fine with Washington football team. Honestly, I. I mean, this is not a better name, if you ask me. No, it's cool. Just leave it like that. Sounds kind of old school. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of like when people would always say like the New York football giants and we got the Washington football yeah. team. <laughs> right? New York football giants. Yeah. It's almost it almost echoes like uh, soccer teams. <laughs> right. Right. It was just like Washington FC. <laughs> I know. And it always throws me off <laughs> when they have like an actual team name or a nickname. Like, yeah. When they refer to Arsenal as the Gunners, I'm like, wait, what? What? Right. Washington United. <laughs> yeah, Washington United. <laughs> no, we play in Minnesota United. <laughs> Washington. Yeah. yeah, to your point, Washington, D.C. What? Just call them that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's put a nice little bow on top of that. Move on uh, to our final lightning round question. Can you... F- can you? Oh my God! Do, 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 do. Can the final score of a football game be six-one? I don't know. Can it? Have you ever heard of the one-point safety? No. Is this a real thing? This is a real thing. So I'm gonna try to explain it. So a one-point safety could be. Let's say you're lining up to kick an extra point. Okay. Uh huh. And. Man, I, I read this a bunch of times just so I get this straight. I may not get it right. So you're lining up to kick a field or an extra point. The team, like it gets blocked and the team runs it all the way back. But say they fumble the ball before they cross the end zone, which would have been two points, right? Mm-hmm. The other team that was kicking the extra point recovers the ball in the end zone, I think, right? And then okay. they get tackled inside their own end zone. Then the team that was kicking the extra point. Man, I didn't do this one right, did I? You almost had it. <laughs> almost you had almost it. Had it. <laughs> that team gets one a one point. So that that's then a safety technically. And the team that gets the safety doesn't get two points. It's a one point. Has this ever happened? It happened in college football once. 
It almost happened in um, an NFL game. Oh, this sounds like some like, 2008 Cleveland Browns shit. Yeah, so I'm not going to explain it. I just fumbled that. I torched that. I had to practice, and then we didn't record, and I kind of forgot about it a little bit. But yeah, just <laughs> go to go to like your YouTubes and your Googles and just Google like uh, the one-point safety rule in the NFL or something like that. So I caught that randomly on like a, a Reddit message board thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Discovering oh. the internet for things, but yeah, I was like, "What the one point safety? I've never heard about it." And this is, and this also will tell you how detailed the Madden NFL Madden games are, because then I saw this other YouTube video. They were testing all like the weird rules in the game and see if they actually have them in the Madden game, and they are testing out the uh, if the one point safety rule applied in the game, and it did. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'm definitely looking this up. This would I'm guessing this would be a scorigami. Have you heard of scorigami? No, what's scorigami? It's I don't know how the term started, but basically um, I only heard about it this season. It's 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 a term that refers to an NFL score that has never happened before. You know, so like final score 21 14 that that's happened before. That would not be a scorigami, but. Um, I doubt a game has ever ended as a six to one. So that would be a scorigami. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know how the term originated um, or where it came from, but it was like all over Twitter this season. I, I don't remember which game. One of the games, I feel like the Titans were involved. I can't remember for sure, but there were at least I think there was at least one scorigami final score this year. OK. All right. I'm going to read this out loud quick and just see if this makes more sense. OK. The one-point safety has always been a possibility, albeit nearly impossible. A team making an extra point attempt would have to botch the play so badly they would end up in their own end zone, 98 yards away, and then tackled in the end zone. Because that play was on an extra point attempt, or a two-point conversion attempt, the only only one point would be awarded, thus the one-point safety. Could also be awarded if the offensive team fumbled the ball into the end zone, and the defense illegally batted the ball out of bounds, giving the <laughs> offense a one-point safety. <laughs> <laughs> In 2015, the NFL changed the rule that could make the one-point safety something we will eventually see. Uh, prior to that change, if any time on an extra point or two-point conversion attempt, uh, the defense took position of the ball, the play was immediately ruled dead. Okay. So now after 2015, that's made that more possible. But Okay. Somehow huh. you would have to get sacked in your own end zone after attempting an extra point or a two point conversion. So oh, you have to do the okay. old old fumble fumble ruski <laughs> <laughs> back to your your own end zone and somehow Didn't... get <clears throat> sacked. But what's that, that? That well, I was thinking of like uh, Super Bowl forty eight that the first Broncos play of the game where. Uh, I don't know if it was Manning or the center botched the snap. And I don't remember if the Seahawks scored a touchdown on that player, just got the ball back, but probably have to be a situation like that, right? Like they, they goof up the snap and then, you know, the Benny oh, Hill team starts. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> and 
then hilarity ensues. Oh, great. Cool. All good That's stuff, all I have. Um, all right. Well, we are going to end. So this weekend, I was on vacation. And I finished the week ice fishing in Minnesota on a lake called Lake Sarah with a couple of buddies. It was great. Relaxing. I did not catch fish. Um, one of our other friends found the fish, but we did not want to move the shelter. So we were content to just keep trying our luck with the fish below. I We had radar. There were schools down there. They just were not buying what we were selling. So, um, but Chad, I know you're a fisherman, but I know you're not an ice fisherman. So if you want the floor and you can do an end rant about why you are not a fan of ice fishing. It's boring. You know, if I'm out like on a lake fishing on a boat, you know, like there's just so many things going on around you that you can like watch and see and do besides like watch your line or, you know, I just, it's just, I don't know. You're outside. It's usually pretty nice. I'm not somebody that's going to go fishing in the rain um, for the most part, but I don't know. Sitting in an ice house, it's, you know, it's cold as hell. It's cold as it's cold, <laughs> right? It has to be cold <laughs> on the ice, right? So yeah. it's just not fun. It's like, I don't know. Maybe because like, maybe you went to like a luxurious fishing house, you know? But um, I'm talking about like, dude, it's just like uh, a plywood box. I'm sitting on like a bucket turned upside down. So I don't know. I I don't like I think it's boring. It's funny. My uh, in-laws took my son out ice fishing last winter Mm -hmm. and he it. he loves fishing, but he hated it, too. He said it was so boring. Um, (laughs) So maybe it's it's in my DNA. But yeah, that's all I have. Hey, fair enough. That's I, two I really... rants in one episode. <laughs> two Chad rants. Yeah, the whole reason why everyone tunes in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with any of that. The only thing I would say is I'm hoping to just practice and get good at it in case I need to find, in, t- in case the world goes belly up and I need to find fish under the ice <laughs> to get my family through a long winter. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, if, if I'm in some, if I'm in survival mode, I can do anything. I've been told yes. by my loved ones, like once I just set my mind to something, like it's done. I'm gonna go through it and do it. Like once I know I gotta put myself in position to do something, I just do it. Whatever. Nothing else is gonna stop me or interfere with me or get me down, kind of thing. So yeah, if I had to go fish on the ice, you know, do the ice fishing if I had to for survival, yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it till my my feet froze off. So Fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you, Chad, and that's hence the reason I probably uh go for um the fish house and friends who have fish houses. What can you say? It's it's not a necessity yet. The world is still a humming along, at least here. Um, and until the need arises for just a bucket on the ice, fishing in luxury when it's below you know, freezing outside will be the preferred method. Yeah. Plus I just have a fear of being on a frozen lake. I just, <laughs> I, I go through it's that just... every time in my head. That's yeah. yeah that's very real. So if yeah. I'm not, if I'm not out too far, like I'm okay, but like some of these people like drive, especially like when I, was, I remember being in high school, like we would just go drive on the lake. Like I yep. won, but I would be with somebody that's just going to go drive and whip around the lake. I'm like, man, 
that was really stupid. <laughs> Especially when he did it in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's all we have this week. Thank you for listening to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report for March 1st. And be sure to join us next week. I don't know what we'll be talking about. Um, we're kind of in between sports. Maybe we'll get uh, we'll dip our toes into the NCAA pool. Kind of. Oh, that's what we should do, Chad. That's our homework. Pick a team for the final four or I'm sorry, the March Madness tournament that you're going to back. It doesn't even no reason you like their uniform. They might be your favorite sure, team, whatever. Yeah. 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 If, if you want to watch a game, great. I'm not making you do that because I, I may or may not. But just, yeah, pick a team and tell me why they're going to be your tournament team, even if it's purely fabricated. Yeah, so, we, we should maybe do some brackets just to have it on, on record. That be, might be kind of fun to go through. So, oh, yes, let's do that. OK, okay. cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Please come back next week where we will um, pick our college basketball favorite teams based on however we're feeling that day. and. Thank you, Chad, for regaling us with rants about baseball and ice fishing, two boring things that I just seem to be into for reasons that remain unknown. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye.